Good evening, everybody, and welcome in to Toilets to Titles, episode number 105. This is uh, our divisional round uh, playoff episode. So we got through the Super Wild Card weekend. It was uh, it was pretty fun, actually. I don't know what you thought, Justin. Uh, it was uh, there were some good games, a couple snoozers, I guess, but it was fun. So uh, real quick, like I said you find me at Twitter on Twitter at Nate underscore Dirt nineteen. Joined by my pal Justin. How you doing tonight, buddy? I'm doing great. Um, another uh, another weekend down. We are so much closer to the Super Bowl, and then uh, um, for many of you crazies out there, that's when that's when the fun really begins in fantasy football. So definitely want to take the time to remind everybody that we're not going to be stopping when the Super Bowl hits. Uh, on our end, there's there's a lot of work to be put in, and uh, we've got guys uh, that are going to be working all uh, all season long, all off season. Our Down Under Dynasty guys are going to continue to bring their Dynasty episodes. Um, you know, Joe, Joe knows he's bringing all the draft stuff. He's going to have guests on to talk about uh, each team's draft, um, both before and after the draft. My offseason uh, breakdown episodes, a lot of episodes. We actually have a lot going on, um, so definitely stay tuned. Ring that bell down there so you know you'll get notified when you see us. Yes, please, please do that. We would appreciate it. Uh, speaking of that, well, you, how you can listen to us, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Podbean, uh, Spotify, Facebook. Uh, you know, like I said, hopefully you are subscribed everywhere and uh, give us the five-star review or whatever you feel is right for us. So, um, Also tonight, we are lucky enough to be joined by an old friend, Mr. George Reed himself. You can find him on Twitter at George Reed FF. How you doing, buddy? I am doing absolutely fantastic. We had some amazing football to watch this weekend. Uh, we got to watch the Patriots get curb stomped by the Bills. And yeah, it, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so the, the greatest thing about not having a team in the playoffs is you you like there's no stress. You don't have to worry if your team does good or if they're going to do bad. Like you're completely stress free. And then you just get to watch the Bills destroy the Patriots and and run the score up on them like they've done for everybody for the last two decades, and it's fantastic. Like I thoroughly enjoyed my weekend of football. <laughs> yeah, Josh Allen looked uh, just unstoppable. An I mean, animal. And it's 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 like a wing T offense. I mean, it's like, hey, we need seven yards. I'll just run. It doesn't matter. I don't care anymore. You know what I mean? He's not. And it's 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 fun to watch. Yeah, but running running the ball can also uh, cost you a game there if you're not doing it right. We'll we'll talk about that in a second because I got all kinds of stuff about that one. That was just <laughs> I still can't I can't get over it. And I and coach in here he's out uh, shredding some fresh powder or shredding some fresh gnar. Is that what I said earlier? No, no, go so, uh, powder. I think everybody knows what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, he's out snowboarding. So uh, okay. before we get into, I, I didn't think right. we had dirty jobs on tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a mic comment right there. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, hey, Chris to, videos. Oh, what's up, Chris? Hey, he's doing pretty good in the uh, playoff league. I saw. I, I was gonna say I was actually gonna bring that playoff league up in a little bit. I mean, shoot, we may I'm as well. For first, we may as well talk do it about now. That. Yeah, sure. Let's do that. Um, actually, I'm going to uh, share my screen share. here real quick. I just want to say I was. I'm glad I was able to just make a contribution to that league. Like I'm not going to win it, so just take my money and go. It's, it's all right. I think Justin and I are both. I'm. I think I'm like 14th or something, and you're you're top 10, aren't you, Justin? Uh, yeah. So evidently, I can't share my screen because 
I had to clear my computer. Now I have to give Chrome permission. And that is absolute horrible visual uh, um, content. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to say our top 10 here. We've got uh, Chris's videos is leading the way with 154 points. Um, uh, friend of the show, John uh, Dabari. He, uh, he's, he's been on a couple episodes with us. He, uh, he's in second place with 144. So 10 points behind Chris, uh, uh, <laughs> this is why I shouldn't read names. Scott Carulli <laughs> is in third place, 142. Uh, Brom Bones, I believe that's a friend of yours, Nate. Brom Bones, it might no? be. Um, I was like one of my buddies, Andy Sloan. I, I hit him up about the league, and he gave me like probably four or five of his friends. Uh, oh, okay, gotcha. and so like I said, half some of those guys I don't know, but he was we've been texting like every single day about it so. He's got fourth place. I've got fifth with 133, so I'm uh, I'm 21 points behind first. But I also used up some studs early just because I didn't want to be embarrassed early on and then have nothing to play for. Um, <laughs> uh, Joe from uh, from the um, uh, DFS show right here on Toilets and Titles. He's right behind me at 131 in sixth place. Zach Barrett, who is our dungeon master for uh, the Dungeons and Dragons episode coming up in early February. I believe, uh, uh, actually, I've got that right here because we were just talking Fifth. about it earlier. Uh, it is, yeah, February 5th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Your T2T guys are going to be doing a Dungeons to Dragons episode. I have no idea what I'm doing with it, so you need to log on and, and rip me and, and make fun of me for it. But uh, Zach Barrett is our uh, D&D um, uh dungeon master so i believe that's what they're called he'll be walking us through all that um number eight keegan gonzalez keegan our man rich his boy keegan uh is in eighth place in the playoff challenge mad max in ninth and the broadster is in 10th place so uh the broadster yeah. is the one with the uh cold season tickets and mad max is his brother younger brother right so, on right on right yeah. Sweet. both cold fans um, so you're in 14th now nate so you're right there um uh Right there behind us, snipping at our heels. Justin, I don't oh, want yeah. to hurt your finger scrolling trying to find where I'm at, so don't worry about it. <laughs> I, I'm trying. I may have to put it in alphabetical order. You you, <laughs> go, you would go way up, George, if I put it in alphabetical order. Yeah, it, it doesn't have numbers next to it. I'm not going to read all that, but you did. You yeah. have 80 points. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's I, not the worst. I went with the no studs. Like I started Jalen Hurts. I started uh, Renfro, Dallas Goddard. Uh, my running backs, I think, scored a combined five points. Like, yeah, it just it was garbage. I also started Jalen Hurts and uh, Najee Harris, who got me two points. My yep. only saving grace was Alex Singleton, who got me thirty-seven points. So that's the only reason I'm in fourteenth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started Najee as well. It was so so bad, and it sucks because I like I tinkered with my lineup, and I, I had to get the the format uh, from Justin like an hour or two before uh, games kicked off. And and I, at one point I had Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase locked in there with Gronkowski, and I'm like, all right, this is this looks pretty good. Then I tinkered with it, and lesson to be learned, don't tinker with your lineups. That's yeah. so hard not to do that. I've already used up Josh Allen, um, Joe Mixon. Uh, let's see, Cooper Cup is gone for me. Debo Samuel's gone. Rob Gronkowski is gone. So all of those are guys that advance to the second round that I'm not going to be able to use anymore. So um, strategy for me this time was really just no strategy at all. Hey, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. I, I think I used Jalen Hurts and 
Najee Harris. I don't remember who the other running back was. Devonta Smith, Debo Samuel, and Zach Ertz, and Alex Singleton. So most of my guys got kicked out, so it worked out well, actually. So I have a plethora of guys to use this weekend. So yeah, I was every- thinking about it today. I started lost. So I've got I've got the entire remaining playoffs to choose from. Hey, good strategy. Worked out for you. You just didn't score a lot of points. Exactly. <laughs> You'll be all right. I got faith in you. Chris's video, you're not tied for first. You're in first by 10 points, bud. Let's see. Yeah. Andrew, first-time listener. He's, he's always a first-time listener. Um, yeah, show looks great without the other guy. <laughs> all right, yeah. Well, uh, we replaced him with a guy that doesn't even want to be on camera. So, <laughs> do we want to tell them why I'm not on camera? <laughs> because you're laying in bed and you're unmentionables. It might add to the mystery. I'm not wearing unmentionables. Oh, <laughs> oh, hey, this is a family friendly show, sir. Yep. So I'm not wearing socks. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Got Joe Clark in the house. What's up, buddy? Got the whole crew. All right. Um. So. Hey. Uh, so, George, before we forget, because, you know, I like to do it this way um, in case I forget later on. What would you like to uh, what would you like to talk about tonight? What do you want to prop up? What are you working on? What kind of things you looking forward to um, in your endeavors? Oh, excuse me. Sorry, I almost died. Um, right now, honestly, I'm, I'm not really working on a whole lot. Uh, to don't, be- die, don't die on our show, man. I feel like there might I'm, be. Work involved, and I don't have time for that. Yeah, listen, yeah. if I die, like a lot of people will tune in just to see, or well, in this case, hear me die uh, on the show. <laughs> I don't want to be any part of that. Happen very often, okay? Like, <laughs> but no, right now, honestly, I'm I'm not really working on a whole lot as far as fantasy stuff goes. Um, I normally run a uh, a playoff challenge as well, um, which starts off our Toys for Tots uh, uh, yearly endeavors, but this year between uh, dealing with, you know, COVID and the flu and everything else. I just, I didn't have the energy to get around to even, uh, running it this year. So we're, we're already starting behind the eight ball on that. But, um, yeah, right now I'm just, I'm just enjoying, uh, the playoffs. I, I, the only, uh, finish the league that I'm doing is there you go. We get clicks for death. See, Joe's got it. Like kill me. Um, but no, like the only playoff challenge I'm doing is the Toys for Titles one, and obviously I'm not doing very good in that one, but it's it's nice. I'm enjoying the downtime. Um, I just started to watch the league uh, for like the uh, <laughs> time, because I feel like I'm going to get some sort of off-season inspiration from that show, so. <laughs> I, I, I like that. That's a good move. I might try that. Maybe it'll t- turn my Dynasty leagues around. And, you know, I won't be in the cellar the rest, all year. Oh, it, it, it's, it's it's absolutely great. Like when they start mentioning these players that haven't been in the in the NFL in years, it's like TJ Huzmanzada. Nostalgic. It's 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 nice. Well, they had Jay Cutler on the show, didn't they? They did. Oh, like yeah. the episode I just watched, uh, <laughs> you guys got beat up by uh, Antonio Gates. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I like the one where he's uh, uh, the main guy is standing at the urinal peeing, and he uh, he farts in the bathroom. And Jay Cutler looks at him like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah. come on, Cutler. <laughs> my, my, my favorite episode of, of the entire series is where Marshawn Lynch is on the beach. And they're, they're talking. It was like right after the, the Seattle Super Bowl. He's like, man, just hand me, hand me the beer. I can walk it right over. It's right there. It's not that far. 
And he's like, nah, nah, nah. I'll, uh, that was a SpaceX launch, Chris. That was not a uh, a NASA. Um, I, I I live in Florida, and I used to work for SpaceX, so I can tell you. I know. Sure, that was. That, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like they make fun of the whole uh, running the the ball versus throwing. Like that that was the the, the episode that had me hooked. Do you know how you can tell that it's uh, a SpaceX launch? It actually goes up. No, all of the uh, all of the rockets just look like large penises. <laughs> Honestly, every every rocket looks like either a large penis or it looks like a tampon. It's one or the other. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, Nate, we've let the show get out of hand. Let's uh let's hey. get to the news, buddy. <laughs> Real quick, dude, check out toastiles.com. Guys are still working really, really hard. Um, the site looks great. There's tons of content. Uh, anything you want, videos, articles, NFL, and fantasy content, uh, all the shows and stuff, everything's posted on there. So please check it out, um, as well as if you're watching us on YouTube, which I hope you are. Uh, all the guys' names, uh, Twitters are scrolling across the bottom. And uh, like I said, give everybody a follow. And uh, we love to interact with everybody. So uh, not a whole lot of news. You all know that you liked that comment. You all know that you laughed at it. So if you liked, if you liked the comment I made, you may as well just go ahead and, and like us down there at the bottom. Yeah. and. Hit that subscribe. It's free to subscribe. You can always change your mind later. Yeah. Because yeah. we know you won't. Hey, Justin, yeah. you want me to expand on that for just a second? What's that? You want me to expand on the whole rocket thing for just a second? Well, absolutely. So <laughs> I'm going to learn something. <laughs> so when I was with SpaceX, right, they came out with this T-shirt. And typically they put in the upper left-hand corner, it just says SpaceX. And the logo is always on the back of the shirt. Well, one of the shirts, what they decided to do was put the rocket on the front of the shirt and they centered it in the middle of the shirt. <laughs> now, we already said what the rocket looks like. Okay. I'm not going to go ahead and rehash what it looks like. But now imagine women wearing that shirt with that rocket placement right in the middle of the shirt. Yeah. It looked like that there. Yeah, Gosh darn perverts. I tell you what. Your, your former boss also <laughs> doesn't, doesn't care at all either. <laughs> No. It was it was the only shirt they did that. Like they, they actually had people complain about the design of that shirt, and I rightfully so. I'm not gonna, you know, oh, disagree with that. But it was it was yeah. the only shirt they ever did that to. After that, every time they went back to putting the designs on the back of the shirt. I can imagine. <laughs> All right. All right. Oh, so uh, glad we had George on the show. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, I love it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so where were we? <laughs> yeah, getting into the news. Like I said there wasn't a whole lot. Um, we talked about all the coaching vacancies last week. Uh, we'll we'll hit on one here in a minute because uh, we have a resident Dolphins fan with us. But uh, Mike Mayock was fired. I I, I wasn't sure that was going to happen. That was kind of surprising to me. Uh, I know him and Gruden were buddies, but I I didn't expect that to happen. I'm not sure what's going to happen there. I don't know if. I, I don't know if old football Rich Basaccia is going to get the job. To, in my opinion, I know he's done well uh, down the stretch, got him to the playoffs. But there was some crucial errors I think you could see that uh, – and I'm not just blaming him for it. I mean, but, you know, Derek Carr spiking that ball when he really didn't need to, yeah, losing it down there. And I I don't know. I just – I think there's a few things that um, I, I think he might struggle with. Uh, you know, like I said, he's done a hell of a job. I, I would give him that. They were – they were an absolute dumpster fire. Uh, that's not meant to be a joke. Uh, sorry, 
I heard that uh, John Gruden's unemployed. But... What? I heard John Gruden's unemployed. He might probably. Uh, he might put in for it. He could. Might as well. Man, that would be a. <laughs> if they hired John Gruden and then went out and signed around a free agency, I'd be all about life. <laughs> I love Las Vegas. That that would not surprise me. Why not? But so <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't know what is. Uh, the future there. And I think Derek Carr said it too. It depends on who the next coach is, if he's going to have a job or not there. So um, we'll see what happens. I, I said, those guys all love that Ritz Passaccia, but I just don't know if he's necessarily the guy for the job. Uh, not that I know anything, but um, you, you think so? I, yeah, absolutely. I think, I think he's earned a spot. He, uh, he helped get them into the playoffs. I mean, he, he was the guy for, for more than half the season. So um I uh, I could definitely see it happening. I'm okay with it. Uh, I'd like to see uh, Rich chime in if he's if he's watching and see what uh, see what Rich has to say about it as the resident um, Raider fan. But uh, I don't really have a problem with it. But at the same time, like I don't really see a lot of great coaches out there available either. So why not give the guy a chance? Yeah, true. I mean, who knows? Oh, don't get uh, Nate started on Nagy. Oh, don't get him started on that. I, oh, he's, he's heard me. He's heard me bitch about that doofus all the time. I don't care. We don't need to talk about it. <laughs> uh, also, Ken Norton Jr. got fired. A uh, friend of mine, big Seahawks fan, was extremely happy about that. Um, I don't know what – they said Pete Carroll stayed, uh, and I just saw something that Russ what, is exploring, maybe some, some different options. I don't know if that will happen. Um, I don't know. They have no picks, so I think, you know – I think I said it on the show. Was that last week or something? I said that the Eagles should just trade all three of those first round picks to the Seahawks for Russ Wilson. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm. I mean, that's that's a heavy load, but I don't know. They just they just gave them all that money. That would free up a lot of cap space too. Yeah. Well, yeah. To pay pay their scrub outside linebacker slash safety who can't cover anybody. Yeah, but I'm excited. I'm excited about the next step here. I'm excited to uh, to talk to George about his team, the Miami Dolphins, and their their potential coaching change here. Because George is uh, George isn't just a Dolphins fan. He's uh, um, he's actually like like you know how most fans of most Miami teams are just kind of fair weather. Like he actually really really enjoys the Dolphins. I, I don't know how this happens, but um, but uh, he's pretty passionate about them too. So George, what are your thoughts on the firing of your head coach? To to be honest, it it didn't surprise me. Like so, at, when it first happened, yeah, clearly you know you were surprised. Uh, first time Miami had won back to back winning seasons in over twenty years. Um, if you look at his coaching record, like I give him a pass for the first year, but overall he was twenty four and twenty five. But he you know he won ten games uh, last year. This year he won nine. Um, Yes, there was a, a a unbearable losing streak of seven straight games. Uh, so some of those games we should not have lost. Um, they those games like literally going into the fourth quarter, under two minutes left, you've got the lead. Uh, you're known as a defensive coach. Um, you know your defense was, you know, very good last year. Uh, it finished the season very strong this year, but they just weren't able to hold off the offensive juggernauts of the Falcons and the Jacksonville Jaguars, who at that point had lost 20 straight games uh, to, to seal the deal. So, and then 
you know, there was a lot of like there was a lot of behind the scenes thing. I guess it's coming out now that after the trade deadline, like he pretty much stopped talking to everybody in the front office. Like there was no communication from the coach to the GM to ownership. And like, there was no communication there at all. Um, you, you, you start to look at things a little bit different after the firing and like people point out that in the Patriots game, like the first series, like two or one, right down the field on them. He threw for 50 plus yards. And then I think he only threw for like 85 yards the rest of the game, uh, which was the second time in the, in this, uh, this year that that had happened. Um, the game against the, against the saints, like he, you know, first, first quarter, he had like 85 passing yards and then the rest of the game, he only had 73. So like, it, it's, it's weird to look at the, the way he was coaching and, coming to find out that he was not a, a big fan of Tua at all. Uh, you look at what he did with Jesse Davis, naming him a captain. Uh, Jesse Davis was probably one of the worst tackles in the NFL this year. Um, and not only did they name him a captain, like the reason why Tua broke his ribs was because Jesse Davis missed the block completely and his defender had a free shot on Tua and cracked his ribs. Like it's just – it's unbelievable to think that you would leave this guy in there all year long and you didn't make a single change until the last game of the year where the guy performed twice as good as what Jesse Davis had done all year. Like, it's just, it's, we had Duke Johnson on our practice squad for like four or five weeks. And the only reason we elevated them to the team and to the starting lineup was because everybody else had COVID or was injured. Like, you had the guy on your practice squad. You know you can't run the ball, and he's been – you know, you get to see him week in, week out, and you're not going to give the guy a chance. Like, come on. So, like, you start to look at all these little things, and it adds up. Um, I I fully believe Flores will get another shot somewhere. Um, I keep saying I think he's going to go to Houston or <laughs> go to the Giants. Yeah, but explain why you keep saying he's going to Houston. Oh, because he wanted Deshaun Watson. Yeah. So he was, he was, he what, was what, the, how crazy would that be that he could talk them into uh, reinstating Watson and just letting him play? <laughs> well, so the, the Watson thing was fun because Watson wanted to like, the reason why Watson wanted to come to Miami was because he wanted to play with Brian Flores. Like that was the, the driving factor of him wanting to come to Miami was Flores and Watson. I, it's interesting. I, I, I read earlier today that if the Giants do – or not the Giants, I'm sorry. If the Texans do sign Flores to be the next head coach, that doesn't necessarily mean that Watson will be the quarterback of that team. Like, I think there's so much bad blood. I don't even think that Flores going to Houston would be enough for Watson and the organization to – mend the fences and for them to be able to do business together again. Like, I think that bridge is completely burned. Um, so it's just like, I think Flores will get another shot somewhere. I, I hope he learned a lesson from his time in Miami. And I hope he sets his ego aside a little bit um, because everything else that's coming out was as, as a head coach, it was, his way or the highway with all his assistants. Um, 
he he fired Miami had three no four assistant coaches in three years. We had three offensive coordinators in three years. We had two offensive coordinators this last year, which I don't know how the team actually functioned with two offensive coordinators. Um, our offensive line coach had no offensive line coach experience at all, which is one reason I believe our line was was historically bad because they just weren't getting the coaching that they need. So I, I, I wish Flores well. I think he'll get another job somewhere, and I hope he takes the things that he learned from Miami that did him in and – he can kind of change them a little bit and he succeeds. Like I like the guy. Um, he builds a hell of a defense. Uh, I like I like the way he he was coaching Miami to control the ball. You want to run the ball, you want to control the clock, not cause turn or cause turnovers on offense, you know, and then allow your defense to do its thing. Like I think that's a winning strategy, but it just it wasn't working with with Miami and it had nothing to do with you know performance on the field or anything like that. It was all personal between him and the front office. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much what it sounds like. That's the on, on Dolphins and Flores. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, we are going to move on into the, uh, the main, uh, the main event here talking about the playoffs, but real quick, I want to go over the Patreon, patreon.com slash toilets and titles, where you can sign up for three potential tiers, tier one, $3. You get into our team group chat on the discord. Um, it's, uh, uh, it's, it's a pretty active discord. It's about to get even more active with draft season coming up. Um, and then also, uh, you can bump that up to the $5 a month and get the waiver wire episode, but, Obviously, you're not looking for waiver wire episodes right now, but you also get that entry into the Frankenstein League. Um, that entry into the Frankenstein League is just an invite. Now, if you bump that up to a ten dollar, uh, the tier three, then it's automatically a free entry into the Frankenstein League, which is like a twenty-five or thirty dollar value. I forget what the what the cost was this past season. Um, uh, but you also get one-on-one -on -one roster analysis with any T to T. Um, um, teammate of your choice. So any one of the, the 13 guys we have, choose which one you want. You can have one-on-one -on -one roster uh, analysis uh, once a month with them if you want for that $10 a month, along with all the other stuff that comes with that. And we're also constantly trying to find ways to get the Patreon supporters uh, in the loop and get you guys active and, and um, different certain invites to special shows and, and that sort of stuff. So, um, so always be looking out if you are a Patreon for, for our next, uh, our next event. Hey, got a great idea. Yes, sir. If you're a Patreon, but you gotta be $10 and up, right? Once a month, I'll come on here and do an episode from my bed with the lights on. Hey, real quick, he was joking. <laughs> <laughs> so, George Reed after hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, actually, if you are interested in that, you can check out George on his OnlyFans account. Yeah, <laughs> it's called Ben. Or is it fans, fans only or only fans? No, it's, it's his OnlyFans, yeah. Okay. Fans OnlyFans. <laughs> Let's get on to the game of the week. Justin is coming down to the wire. Uh, I'm losing. I have 212 points total. Uh, you and Coach both are at 203, so it's make it a break at time. I think we said we're going to call it quits after this week. Maybe we might change that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Um, last week, I had the Niners and the Cowboys, uh, six-point differential, so I actually won. If 
finally. It's been a couple weeks. Uh, coach had Pats at Bills. Uh, yeah, the Bills just dog-walked the Patriots. So that was a 30-point differential. And you had the Cardinals at the Rams, which was 23 points. I I didn't think it was going to get it like that did, but we'll talk about it in a second. This week, what do you got for us? Uh, so I'm going with the Rams and the Bucks. Uh, coach hopped on here before I had the opportunity. Obviously, I think all three of us probably would have wanted that Bills and Chiefs game, which is yes. uh, what, where the where Coach went. Um, so he chose a great game here for uh, for the last weekend, and um, and then uh, and then I was able to get on there before you and went with what I think is the second best game of the week this week with the the Rams and the Bucks. Um, I think it's it's going to be a little bit more defense maybe than what we're uh, typically used to in the NFL um, uh, in that in that game. Both offenses are dynamite. Don't get me wrong, but with all the injuries um, on the uh, Buccaneers side, with uh, with their offense, and then uh, just for whatever reason, I just I just have a strong feeling that the Bucks defense can step up um, if they can contain Cooper Cup and uh, and try to funnel that that running game all all in, all at the same time. I, I think they can cause some headaches for Stafford, and I think it's going to be a big defensive game. Yeah. I think so. It's going to be I'm, every single game I'm excited about. Uh, I took Niners at the Packers, uh, I guess, for two reasons. I mean, I'm, I'm extremely excited for Saturday night. I'm also just, I don't know, I get, I get the chills every time I talk about the playoffs right lately, so it's kind of weird. Um, anyways, moving on to the week or to the divisional matchups. Or Actually, we'll talk about last week's games real quick, run through those, um, except if you got anything to say. I The Raiders, the Bengals, I oh, – yeah, I did see this thing. Yeah, I hope Justin Fields yeah. does well. Um, I think he's got there. I, he needs help with with an offensive line would be a huge thing, um, and a coach that can help him uh, go through his progressions and his reads. I think it was kind of a one read and you know head down, not necessarily take off, but you know scramble. So um, I think he'll do well. I think the coach in an offensive line is what he needs, and I hope that. The new coach doesn't pull the, well, I didn't draft this guy, and then in two years they try to move on. and Maybe I do. I don't care. They're in my division, but I don't think they're going to be good for a while, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, Chris, if you're asking as a fan, then I'm, I apologize. But if you're asking for fantasy purposes, I think uh, he could potentially be a, a mid to high-end QB2. Um, yeah. That's kind of where I'm I'm most likely going to have him at least to start this offseason and see uh, and see kind of where, where they go in the draft. Um, and that sort of thing. But uh, uh, how about you, George? What do you think of Justin's, Justin Fields' future for next season? Yeah, I think mid to high end QB2 is about right for me as well. That seems like the the spot you want to put him. He's got a safe floor with rushing. But, I mean, what's going to go on with, with Allen Robinson? And I can understand, you know, Allen Robinson was, you know, a disappointment this year. I honestly believe that he just didn't, go out and give a hundred percent all year because they franchise tagged him and he didn't want to be there. So I think that's what was going on with, with Justin Fields or not just Fields. I'm sorry, Allen Robinson. Um, He's got a great connection with Mooney that, you know, they still got Montgomery. They got a couple of weapons there on the offense. Uh, Cole Komet to the moon. If they finally get rid of Jimmy Graham. Um, So (laughs) there, there, there's some options there, but yeah, high end QB two, mid QB two sounds about right. Um, definitely needs an offensive line and and needs a coach that will believe in his talents. Um, if you get a coach in there that just doesn't believe in your talents, he's the kid's going to be screwed. 
Yeah. And George, we're already making you money, buddy. Um, just send your PayPal information over to Joshua Bigby from FusionFFB.com. Um, and uh, and he will pay you to not do that with the, <laughs> the lights in the bedroom. <laughs> so, so, is, I said I only had one fan. I'm not going to pay Josh Bigby. Josh. No, no, no. It looks like he said he's willing to pay you to not. Yeah, he, he 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 wants it all for himself. He doesn't want anybody else to get involved. I see. <laughs> oh yeah, that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I see where you're going with that. All right. But unfortunately, I see it in my head too. So let's. Uh, yeah, it's move. really ruining my night. Um, so last week's game, Raiders Bengals. Um, I didn't get to see the whole thing. Uh, I ended up going out to dinner with some friends, um, but I saw a little bit. Um, said Bengals are a blast to watch. Uh, Raiders had a chance to get back in, but. Uh, it just seemed like some mismanagement, maybe. Um, I don't know. Like I said I didn't really get a whole lot from the game, I guess. Didn't really see as, as many fireworks as I expected, I guess I should say, though. Yeah, I went back and uh, and watched it later. Uh, I'm I'm just absolutely enthralled with that passing game there, man. That that The Bengals have such a future, and their defense is definitely underrated. Granted, it was against the Raiders, but if you go back and watch some of their games, they've impressed. They have impressed throughout the season. They They played well. Uh, against Lamar Jackson, they played well against other big offenses. Um, I mean that 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 Bengals defense is young and coming on strong. This team is a is a team a force to be reckoned with, and we're going to talk a little bit about that Titans game um, uh, th- this coming weekend. But you definitely want to make sure you watch that game. I, I have a a feeling we're going to see some some fireworks in that game and. Uh, from the Bengals anyway. And none of us chose that game as the game of the week, and I think for a reason. I, I I watched it. I, I'm completely impressed with uh with that offense that they put together in Cincinnati. Like that that offense between Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon. Like you could put that up against the top five offenses in the NFL right now. They, they they can hold their own. Like that's a team that if they can't beat you with their defense, they can definitely beat you with their offense. Um, yep. And them going to Tennessee. That's going to be a fun game. Yep, I'm worried about the offensive line. I I think I've said it all year, though. I, I still it, it, there's times when they look really really good, but there's times when Joe Burrow's getting the shit beat out of him, and I don't like that. I want him to be upright. That guy's a monster. So it's just and some days you get nervous. That's a fair point too. And the Titans' defense are pretty stout in their own right. They're they're kind of underrated, just kind of like the Bengals, but. Um, actually probably even a little better defensively in that front seven. Uh, they can wreak some havoc on some quarterbacks. So just just ask Carson Wentz twice this season. <laughs> we'll move on. I don't want to talk about it right now. Uh, Pats at Bills. I said it earlier, the Patriots, They got. I guess they had it coming, I guess, as you guys, big AFC fans, so you can say yep. that. Uh, the Bills look just phenomenal. Didn't punt, didn't turn it over. Um, yeah. What do you guys think? George. I know you loved seeing Billy get beat. So it, it was a perfect game uh, by the Bills. Like they did not punt or turn the ball over. The, 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 the only time that they they had something in their in their thing other than a, a touchdown was when they were kneeling down to end the game. Like that, it was it was a perfect game by the Bills. They they ran it up on the Patriots. Everybody in the NFL, all the fans on Twitter were united. And, and how great it was to watch the Patriots get demolished. Maybe somebody out there can correct me if I'm wrong, but I read uh, somewhere that that was the first perfect offensive game in NFL history. 
it's so hard to, for me to believe going back that far, that many games, that there wasn't a decent solid team that played against a really bad team and didn't have to punt, kick a field goal, um, give up a, a fumble or an interception at all. Like, but I mean, if it's true, I mean, kudos to them. They did it against a top five defense. Like, absolutely incredible game. They were ready to play. They came out firing. Came out ready to play. I mean, you still, as much as I hate to do it, as much as I, I you get, you still have to give the Patriots some kind of credit for still being there at that point, um, that uh, that late in the season. But I do like that they're slowly starting to regress. Um, but Mac Jones, Mac Jones is kind of the real deal. So um, unfortunately, I think we might see them pretty consistently in the playoffs every year, uh, even though none of us want to see that. Oh man. I, I, yeah, I, I like Mac Jones. I don't really care. I, yeah. Yeah. I do. Just, too, and I hate, I hate to like him. It's like when Wes Welker played there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the last AFC game Steelers, the chiefs, uh, Justin, did you watch the whole game? Or yeah, I guess you probably watched it on game pass. Yeah. Oh yeah, I watched it. I watched the game. Yeah. It was uh the beginning. It was like, oh, Steelers going to keep this one close, and then by the end of the first half, it was like, well, that was wrong. That's over. <laughs> yeah. So. I just I never really got the feeling. I I, I didn't feel that way at all. Like I, I guess like it just seemed to me like the the few bad things that were happening to the Chiefs early on in the game just kind of seemed like a fluke. And then twenty one to seven at halftime, and they're only. Uh, their only touchdown for the Steelers was on that that Watt defensive touchdown. Like that was yeah. the only points they scored. Like I, I even kind of felt like all along it was just going to be a complete blowout. But um, but yeah, they definitely let it get away from them in that second half for sure. I, I turned the game off in the middle of the third quarter. Like in the <laughs> middle of the third quarter, it was done for me. I turned on the league and started watching that. You were you were definitely more entertained. I was for sure. Like yeah, I could yeah. the alerts on 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 the scores. I'm like, okay, okay, yep, yep, yep. Chiefs are blowing them out. <laughs> I saw Travis Kelsey throw a touchdown, and I was like, yeah, this one's pretty well. This one's over. So I turned it off, went to bed. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely the week to to play Kelsey in the uh, in the the playoff league. I wish I would have done that. Yeah, uh, moving on to the Eagles at the Bucks. Um, I know. People thought that the Eagles – and I, I thought the Eagles would cover. I really did. Uh, I was completely wrong. Um, but I, I thought that they would, you know, maybe keep it close or at least try a little backdoor cover. Uh, that wasn't the case. The Eagles couldn't do anything at all. Um, they didn't run the ball like I thought they would. Uh, Jalen Hurts cannot pass the ball. I've said it a lot. Um, Tommy Brady, Mike Evans, Gronk, they looked, uh, they looked pretty good. I think they're uh, – you know, like normal though, it's the playoffs. They always look good. So I thought the Eagles would be able to move the ball when uh, Tristan Wirfs and Jansen went down. Like when those mm-hmm. two, when those two All Pro offensive linemen went down, I, I I thought for sure the defense would be able to stop them, and then the Eagles would be able to move the ball on their defense, and that just did not happen at all. Like they were they were out coached, they were outclassed, they were out everything. Uh, that game. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, the Eagles kind of got into the play. They had a pretty soft schedule towards the end, it seemed like, too. I mean, didn't really play a whole lot of talent. So, I don't know. It wasn't – I said I didn't even really pay much attention to the game, to be honest with you. <laughs> the Eagles won seven 
So like they, they performed well, like you know, for the back half. Not even really the back half, but like two thirds of the season, they actually did pretty good. But they just, I don't know, like they could not run the ball on like for a team that at least the league rushing, they could not run the ball on that team. Like I mean, could not move the ball at all. It was mind boggling. Yeah, they're just not there yet. I mean, they're still working. They're still putting it together, and they're still young. And that's something I noticed with this playoff. There's there's a lot of teams that are still pretty young teams in the playoffs this year that uh, um, that could potentially get even better later on down the road. So we could have some really dynamic games in the future. But, uh, um, yeah, I just I, I wasn't super impressed with the Eagles all year. I think uh, I think being in the division they were in really helped them um, a, a lot. But, uh, yeah, in the end, I mean – it's Tom Brady in the playoffs, so unfortunately, he's going to move on. But uh, I think that that might come to an end this weekend. But we'll get to that in a minute. So the, uh, the one thing I can say about the Eagles that I like is if they believe Jalen Hurts is their guy, uh, I, I believe Nate mentioned it earlier. Like they've got three first round draft picks, like three top twenty draft picks. Yeah. So they, I mean, they made the playoffs this year, and they got three first round draft picks in this upcoming draft. Like. If they take three wide receivers, one of them has got a hit, right? Right. They, if they take three wide receivers, that <laughs> stadium should burn to the ground. They need offensive line, defensive line, and a linebacker. But yeah. I'm with you. Let's shoot for the stars. Go for the let's have some fun. <laughs> so, um, uh, so Jalen Hurts or Tua, Nate? Jalen Hurts. <laughs> Two can't throw the ball downfield. I, I forgot to bring it up earlier when uh, when George was talking about how much Flores hated Tua. I did point at you, and I was going to bring it up, but I was uh, laughing. Yeah, he's 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 right of the he's right along the same lines as Flores there. So, um, hey, I love Tua. Tua can throw the ball, but you got to give him more than one point seven seconds to do it. And with the hey, Rogers does it with, with the thirty seconds. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. So the best of the best can do it. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers gets more than 1.7 seconds before he's got an offensive or a defensive lineman in his face. I know. Well, and I, I mean, Jalen Waddle's phenomenal and he's going to be really good, but they should have taken an offensive lineman. And it's hard to say that. You can't say that now. I mean, I, I don't know. I thought they were going to take an offensive lineman, but I thought they were too. I, I thought for sure we were going to take Swell. Yeah. I said I'm. I'd like to see how Tua does with an offensive line. I just don't think there. I, I. I don't know. I. Listen, I don't have any faith. Listen, we've so. got we've got the most cap space of any team in the NFL this year. So I'm I'm hoping that they go out and get themselves a a a left tackle, get themselves a right tackle, and spend running back another wide receiver and a running back. That would I'm make me. Let's face it, Nate. The only thing that Tua can do just as well as uh, as Aaron Rodgers is get that State Farm uh, rates the same the same great rates. We all get the same rates, no matter who you are. That's yeah, that's it. true. <laughs> Not a sponsor, but I'll send an email. Hey, Richie, what's up, buddy? Hey, what's up, dude? Rich. Congratulations. We we uh, we brought up Keegan earlier on the show and and his top ten finish this week. So. Uh, so yeah, we're 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 rooting for him to get uh, somewhere uh, behind me in the standings. Yeah, and me, and hopefully Rich jumps him so Keegan doesn't keep telling Rich he's going to take his spot on the Toys <laughs> Titles team. As long as you guys don't fall below me, you're doing good. 
Well, okay. Well, I, I don't think we, I, I, at the rate you're going, I think I'm good for a whole nother week without setting a lineup. <laughs> yeah. what, what really sucks is I, at one point, I actually had JJ Watt in my, uh, in oh. my life. And then I switched it out for Alex Highsmith, the, the other, li- other side linebacker. Yeah. That was a mistake as well. Well, that fumble just happened to fall to Watt's side. So. It, yep. Uh, listen, I'm telling you, man, I tinkered with the lineup. I should not have done it. <laughs> you know better than that. That's why. All right, we've been putting this one off long enough, man, but I think it's time to talk 40, about that. 49ers at the Cowboys, yeah. and I know Coach is probably going to mute it for this one, and I, I said I, I feel for him. I don't think he's even going to listen to this episode. He probably won't. Uh, I, don't, but, I, I, don't, I don't think I would if I were him. It was a it was a fun football game. I, I after that first yeah. drive when the when the Niners marched down the field, I was like, oh shit, Cowboys are in trouble. <laughs> and then it, it kind of you know even back out. Cowboys had a chance. Um, did it to me? It looked like they didn't practice any kind of like situation like that. Like, hey, there's ten seconds left. Maybe I shouldn't run that far. I don't know. It, to me, it looked like they'd never done it before. It was weird. But McCarthy is notorious for poor time management. Uh, he luckily had Aaron Rodgers to kind of fix some of that. Um, but he's, he, there was all, multiple times this year where you were like, what the hell are you doing? You know, it just seems like he, I don't know. Like I said, yeah. too much talent. I think we're four seconds left. There, there's enough time for you to run the ball, get down yeah. and, and spike the ball and, and give yourself a shot. The, the problem is, is Dak Prescott decided to, instead of handing the ball to the nearest referee, he decided to set the ball himself, and then the referee had to fight both the quarterback and the offensive lineman to get in and set the ball, and that's what cost him the game. It was a bonehead play by Dak by just go ahead and setting the ball himself versus giving it to a referee and allowing the referee to set it like the rules say it. They have to. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I it, to me, it was like he goes, he runs up there, slides, and. I mean, I, I don't. Even, if he handed the ball to the official, I don't even know if they would have had enough time. Still, I mean, there was like, oh, yeah. there was seven, no, you know, it was, yeah. it was like seven. I, yeah, I think it was like a half a second behind, not even a half a second behind that clock hitting zero that they yep. got a snap. So it, I think it would have been enough time as well. But, uh, but even still, like he also could have slid about five yards sooner as well. You know, right. you, you didn't need to get all of that right then. You knew you weren't scoring. There's no way you're making that extra thirty-five yards. So what's the difference between a 35-yard bomb and a 40-yard bomb? I mean, you're uh, you got to slide a little sooner, get up, and but that's also that's that's hindsight from fans watching the game. Like, like he knows his team better, and he he just made them like like George said, he just made the mistake of just trying to set the ball himself. I did not know that it was a rule that the the refs absolutely had to touch the ball. But even without knowing that, I assumed he'd have to touch the ball because. Like that can't just spot the ball himself. Like, like the players aren't allowed to just spot the ball where they think it's supposed to go. You know, like, like even without knowing that a ref has to actually touch the ball, you assume a ref is going to touch the ball. So, I don't know. I, I, I thought it was kind of shitty on Dak's part too that he was like commending the fans for throwing trash at the refs. I'm sorry, we talked about it in the group chat. I, yeah. I, I that he did apologize for that today. Either that okay. or his publicist hacked his uh, his Twitter account, but yeah. either way, an apology went out. Um, but yeah, I kind of agree with uh, with what you guys were saying in the chat about how you know players. That's that's what we're for. We're there to to bitch and moan and complain about refs or about field conditions or or whatever the case might be. The players need to just play and and do better and be better and um, 
and and that sort of thing. Maybe even maybe even the coaches are allowed to say something. And and immediately after the game, I guess I can see the heat of the moment. Um, but uh, but even still, I agree with you completely on that one. Yeah, it was bad a bad decision on his part. Like he the frustration, you know, feeling like you got screwed over because you know you you thought you spiked it in time and you didn't, and the ref actually had to come up place the ball and they placed it like two inches back. So that required the whole offensive line to move back a little bit to get, you know, behind the line of scrimmage. It's just in the heat of that moment, I get it, but you, you've got to be better than that. Like you're the quarterback, you're looked at as the leader of this team. You know, you, you, you can't be going out and saying it's a good thing for your fans to be throwing. That's not, that's not cool. Hey, real quick. Um, Uncle Steve chimed in on a chat that I'm in with him about asking about, trade rumors Derek Carr to the Indianapolis Colts is that something that uh that we might want to discuss I didn't ever hear that yeah so I just googled it I just googled it to see like there uh SB Nation posted it yesterday um bro bible and the and the spun horseshoe heroes posted it about 13 hours ago I mean, I guess there are rumors it's saying that the Colts are speculated as potential early offseason trade suitors for Derek Carr isn't Get Carson, rid of Carl Wentz. Isn't isn't Carson Wentz still under contract? Yeah, but I don't 15, think owed fifteen million this year. So, so here, here's the here's my thing about that. Like they traded a first and a I believe a first and a third for him. Yep. They're they're rolling with him next year. Like I'm sorry, but you don't trade a first and a third for a quarterback for one year, and then go out and try to acquire another quarterback that's going to cost you more assets. Like you guys are rolling with Carson Wentz next year. I don't know, man. I've heard an awful lot from that that Colts front office about how none of them are committal to Carson Wentz. Like none none of them, none of them are coming out and saying anything right out about it. But they're also saying, you know, like that Ballard straight up said, we don't know that Carson Wentz is going to be our quarterback. I mean, I guess I guess you could also just call that coach speak, where you don't you just want to kind of cover your own ass. In case something crazy happens, but I mean, I, I don't know. I he pissed off a lot of people this this season. He stinks, dude. Get him out of there. But but and and I'll go back to the argument about how I think that he could be better if Frank Reich could manage him better. But he he didn't know how to manage him. Like, and that's insane to me. You would think if anybody knew how to manage Carson Wentz and and play him to his uh, to his best abilities, it would be Frank Reich. Trade for a new quarterback every single yes. year. Yeah, that's that's yes, exactly. yes, that's perfect. It's perfect. That's that's the new that's the new Colts way. That's why um, that's why we uh, we avoid the playoffs, but only barely. So we have really bad draft picks as well. It's kind of, it's kind of how we roll. Yeah, here we go, Rich. I knew I could get you riled up, buddy. <laughs> no, hey, Carr is going to go to the Colts, and Mariota is going to start for the Raiders. Oh man, you guys would be better off. No, no, they're going to trade Carr for Wentz. And they're they're gonna also trade a a first next year to go with Wentz. That's what's gonna happen. And then and then Wentz is gonna get traded to Houston, and and Deshaun's gonna go to the Raiders. How many first round draft picks do the do the uh, Raiders have? Maybe uh, maybe they're trading. Well, they're not gonna get a first out of Wentz. Never mind. I don't know what I'm thinking. Nobody would give a first for Wentz. <sighs> no, they'd give a first and a third. <laughs> you ass. <laughs> hey, yeah, I'm not even gonna say it. Anyways. <laughs> Last game, Cardinals Rams. Uh, I, I thought it'd be a lot closer. I think we all kind of did. Uh, it was pretty much all on Kyler's shoulders. Uh, the Rams showed out. 
Odell Beckham threw a nice touchdown. Um, this game was kind of handled pretty easily by the Rams, in my opinion. It wasn't that exciting. No, the, the Cardinals could not move the ball on that Rams defense at all. It was, it was, it was over after the first drive. Yeah, yeah. The the, the Cardinals just it was it was the same as last year. I mean, they started out hot, fell apart, missed playoffs. This year, they started out hot, didn't fall apart as bad, made the playoffs. I mean, I think losing Hopkins was huge. Um, <laughs> Everybody passed your quarterback to the left. <laughs> it was like, like that Christmas present game. <laughs> All right, let's go on to the games this week. Uh, we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier. Uh, Bengals at Titans. What do you think, Justin? Who's got it? Um, so I, I, I'm confident that the Bengals are going to pull off the upset here. So, um, I, I mean, I watched the Titans play all season, and I, I mean, obviously, they were a solid team. They are not a number one seed team. Like, the AFC was just so funny. Uh, all season long, the way that they would just go back and forth and all the best teams were uh, hit or miss. They were good here. They were bad there. They had downsides and upsides. The Titans were consistent. I'll give them that. They were consistently solid all season. The defense was decent, all decent to good all season. The offense was great with uh, with Henry and they were even pretty good without him um, as far as as far as um, uh, consistency and efficiency. Efficiency is the word I'm looking for. They were a highly efficient offense for for no more than the weapons that they really had. Um, they're able to move the ball. I, I think that they are a good, solid team and just being consistent. It's kind of like uh, Zeke Elliott. You know, everybody's talking about how bad he played um, this season or whatever, and everybody's down on Zeke Elliott, but he still finishes like what the RB8, RB9, something like that, seven, depending on the format. You know, so uh, I, I think that's kind of how uh, the Titans just kind of elevated to the top seed. And I don't think that they're a great number one seed to be able to just lock in the win, but that Bengals team got better and better as the season went along. And, uh, and I think that they uh, think they're going to do what, do what it takes to get the win this weekend. What say you, George? I, I think, I think this game is ultimately going to come down to Derek Henry. If he comes back and he looks like Derek Henry, I, I think that the Titans will, I don't want to say steamroll the Bengals, but I, I think they'll beat them comfortably, you know, by at least 10 points. Um, if Derrick Henry doesn't come back and look like Derrick Henry, uh, I, I think that the Bengals can come in and pull an upset. And I think I think the Bengals win this game would be an upset. I, I think the Titans offense, if Julio Jones is healthy, and I understand he's not the Julio Jones of five years ago, but if Julio Jones is healthy, you got A.J. Brown, um, you know, Ryan Tannehill is a is a competent quarterback. So I I think you know the offense is good enough. Their defense is is top notch. Their front seven, as Justin mentioned earlier, is absolutely fantastic. Uh, they can pressure, uh, they can get pressure on Joe Burrow, and they can shut down the run with Joe Mixon. So it's a it's an interesting dynamic that they've got where it's the offense versus defense for the Bengals versus the Titans defense. And then you got the Titans offense versus the Bengals defense. And I don't think the bank, uh, the Bengals defenses is a world beater either. So, I mean, I think the Titans will be able to move the ball around. And if Henry looks like Henry, 
I think I think they win. It, it's it's an interesting dynamic at this game. Yeah, I I don't think the Titans are. I don't think they're like you said. I don't think they're one seed. They I think after the first eight weeks, they have the easiest strengths of schedule in the entire NFL for the rest of the year. Um, so that helped them when they didn't have Derrick Henry uh, or Julio Jones, AJ Brown. Anyways, um, my my biggest concern. The whole game, obviously, I, I'm going to gamble on the game. Um, my biggest concern, though, is the Bengals' off or defensive line. It is very banged up, and that does not bode well. Uh, when you got Derrick Henry or even Dante Foreman or whoever else is going to carry the ball, uh, the Titans are extremely physical, and that will kind of help them. Um, and like I've said earlier about the Bengals' offensive line, it, it, it always worries me. Um, but – I want to go with the Bengals just because I've said all year that I don't think the Titans are good, but I think like, like George said, if, if Henry's, you know, getting the ball 35 times, the Bengals are going to have a tough go. So we'll see though. We'll yeah. See I, think the, I think the winner of this game is going to, is going to score like high 30, low forties. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be a pretty high scoring game if Henry plays. Um, and then, uh, but it's, it's still going to be the Bengals by the way. I'm pretty I happy. hope it is. I hope. Uh, game, I think everybody's excited for it. It's going to be a, a blast. Uh, Bills at Chiefs, I think that's a Sunday night game or late afternoon, whatever. Um, I, I I think I'm going with the Bills. I don't know. I, I yeah, Just Sunday, the way they're playing. Sunday night at 630. What is that? Sunday night at 630. I, I just – it's going to be fun to watch. Everybody's going to be tuned in watching um, Josh Allen, see if they can keep up uh, what they had last week. And uh, – See what the Chiefs do. I think they kind of started off a little slow last week and then obviously turned it on and looked like the normal Chiefs. But um, I think this is uh, a match of the Titans. It's going to be fun to see. So, In our uh, in our fantasy playoff challenge, this is, a, this is a game to try to get as many players as you possibly can because obviously one of these teams are going to win, but that also means one of them are going to lose and you're not going to be able to use those players anymore. So yeah. um, I think – now could be the time to use them. But at the same time, you also might think the winner of this game goes on to the Super Bowl, and you might want to save and use them for that as well. So um, so kind of a lot of a lot of tough decisions there. But at the very least, you're going to be highly entertained. Like Nate said, there's just all, all, all the stars are in this game. It's going to be so much fun. So, yeah, very exciting. This this game feels like an AFC championship game, to be honest. Like I, yeah. I, I almost wish these two were not facing each other this round. And they were facing each other next week. Yeah, I agree. I it's it's just it's going to be a blast. I think regardless. Uh, I think we might have said something wrong because uh, because I, uh, we have we have another guest popping in here that probably wants to uh, wants to uh, tell us what what we did wrong. I actually I have a guess. Did you want to bring up? What 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 I what we were saying about the uh, the Patriots there, Joshua from Fusion. That's at Fusion FFB. Can you guys even hear me? I haven't said yeah. anything up yet. Yeah, we can hear you. All right. Hey, welcome. <laughs> hey, happy to have you. So nice to see you. <laughs> yes, thanks. Thanks for the nice, kind, sudden introduction. I was still getting things set up, and all of a sudden you're like, "Hey, throw them in." Hey. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't about? see the message. No, I, I was going to – I'm crashing the party. Sorry. Gotcha. No um, problem. No problem. No, go, go Let's ahead. crash this party a long time ago, okay? <laughs> well, Are you just talking about the next game? Yeah. Did, did you was... get to the – did you get to Tom Brady yet? No. 
No, not yet. Nope. Getting ready to talk about the rain or the Niners at the Packers, which yeah. uh, Saturday night going to be fun as well. Um, it's uh, like I said the Packers beat them earlier this year out in San Francisco. Uh, so we'll see. I, I'm obviously I get nervous every week, but uh, I'm excited to play since I didn't get a, my team would play last weekend. So yeah. So for personal reasons, I'm cheering for the the Packers in this game. Um, Miami owns the 49ers first round draft pick next year. So I'm hoping that they, I was hoping they'd lose last week. They didn't. So I'm hoping they lose this week because we want that draft pick to be as low as possible. Yeah. Glad to have you on board. Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. Well, Hey, that, that makes three of us because uh, obviously I've always been um, the, the Packers have always been my NFC team. I've mentioned that several times and, uh, I don't care how big of a douche Aaron Rodgers is. I'm always still going to love the guy. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, go Pack, go. Hell yeah. It's going to be fun. We're going to get a little rowdy Saturday night, I think. So, yes, it, uh, Austin, do you want to, do you want to put any input on that, uh, the Packers 49ers game, or are you just strictly here to, uh, to talk about Tom Brady? I think the, I think the Packers have got this. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know that it's even going to be that entertaining of a game, to be honest with you. Especially with all the defensive players that went down at the end of that 49ers and and Cowboys game. If they can't come back and play, it's going to be pretty difficult for them to keep up with with Rodgers in the pack. Obviously, if Bosa comes back, if they if they uh, you know if that defense can get healthy this week, but one one week in the NFL is a pretty tough turnaround a lot of times. So. Um, so we'll just have to see what they have out there on the field come kickoff, but uh, it it easily could get away from them for sure. Not only that, even but the the Packers, uh, and Nate could probably speak to this better than I could, but I believe they're getting like a lot of their players back from injury. Yeah, a ton. I I, I think we're the only team that is going the other way on the injury spectrum. It's like Zedaria Smith's probably going to play. Jay Alexander's going to play. Bakhtiari played a couple snaps against the Lions. Uh, Christian Kirksey, I thought he was done. Yeah, he's playing. Good play. So, I mean, uh, the injury report is very, uh, very minuscule, you know, barely anybody on it. Knock on wood. But amazing. Jimmy G G was a little beat up too, right? So, I mean. Yes, a shoulder injury or something like that. Shoulder, arm, something, shoulder. That's all right. He doesn't really throw anyway. <laughs> yeah. Might as well put it in the run. Yep. Yeah. Give the doll. Last ball. game. Yeah. Don't do it this week. I already used him in the playoff challenge. I don't, don't give him to him anymore. Well, actually, I don't care, I guess. But uh, <laughs> the last game we'll talk about Rams at the Bucks. Uh, Maddie Stafford got his first playoff win. So is it just going to be uh, all systems go? All systems go for the Rams this week? Or what do you guys think? Yeah. I mean, um, I, obviously, the Bucks have a defense. They have they have a solid defense. Um, they uh, their secondary is is where they can be exploited. Um, so, uh, <laughs> but also a lot of a lot of their secondary. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be like negative two, I think. By the way, <laughs> uh, when you're when you're looking at the stats, like you look at the stats and you see that like Tampa Bay is like thirty first against the pass. You got to understand a lot of that is them playing with the lead and and. And the other offenses throwing the ball late in the fourth, like throwing more against them than most teams typically do. So I don't even really look a lot into it. But if they are going to be exploited, it's going to be that secondary. So um, with uh, with the Rams, 
they got a great passing attack. You, you can't uh, you can't deny that. And Odell has slowly been coming on as he's as he's getting used to the offense, and he hasn't quite gone crazy just yet. So um, I think he can he can last at least another game or two, maybe through the Super Bowl before he he loses his shit again. So uh, um, I think it's going to be a really good game. I really do think it's going to be a close game. Um, kind of glad uh, that coach chose the Bills and Chiefs. So I didn't have to make that decision for me to make the Rams and Bucks my game of the week. And of course, I always love seeing Tom Brady lose. So uh, I'm going Rams, and uh, and I'm uh, I'm pulling for that uh, that uh, that upset in the divisional round. So the to expand upon the whole, the Bucks are really bad against the pass. Um, talking with uh, my friend Jason, he's a huge uh, Buccaneers fan. And he'll tell you, like, the Bucks are really, really good against the run, like elite against the run, but yeah. yeah. don't even bother trying to run on them. And yeah. that's why their passing numbers are skewed the way that they are is because no team even bothers trying to run on them because they can't. So just going to throw the ball around. Um, I, I'm personally very upset about this game because I really wanted to see Antonio Brown on one side and OBJ on the other. Like yeah. that dynamic during the game, I think would have been amazing to watch, and we were robbed of uh, of that opportunity. Um, this is going to be a very good game. the The Rams defense is is starting to come on. Uh, they've been good all year. They've got a a lockdown corner in Ramsey. Um, him and Mike Evans are going to be going at it. That's just going to be a fun matchup to watch uh, because they always get a little chippy when when they play against each other. So. That's going to be fun. Ultimately, I'm going to go with, and it, it, it hurts me to say Tom Brady's going to win, but I, I think the Bucks ha- are, are the home team. I think they're going to win this game. Do you guys think that McVay is going to make sure OBJ doesn't drink any water while he's down there? Because that's like what screwed AB up, or they going to make sure he <laughs> stays off of it or what? Because no, I, I think Vonta's perfect is what screwed up Antonio Brown. <laughs> Well, yeah, maybe maybe his uh, his upbringing a little bit. <laughs> I just hope OBJ goes walking off the field with his jersey off again, like AB did. That'd be the best thing ever. Oh, that, that, if he does that in Tampa, that would be amazing. I hope, I, I hope AB bought tickets and he's at the game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sitting in the front row, sitting in the front row, chirping OBJ. He can rip his yeah. shirt off too, and they'll just walk off the field together. <laughs> yeah. I want to see him assigned to the practice squad of the Rams. Oh, he be on the sideline. <laughs> All right. I'm excited to hear what Joshua had to come on for to talk about Tom Brady and the Bucks here. Uh yeah, I mean, you guys keep keep underestimating Tom Brady by all means, please. Um I did not this I really wish this wasn't I, the matchup the win. because I really do I what's that? I said he was gonna win. How was that underestimating him? No, not no, I, I said I did. These, these toilets, tiles, guys, George, not you. I yeah, not me. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, 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 no. Do not, do not lump me into that. I yeah, think Tom Brady's a dude. The, the rankings I just went over, and we will be going over later to say otherwise. So, what did I have anyway? Man? How bad was it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, specifically on Tom Brady, I mean. Oh, huh. whatever. I think you changed it after anyway. Uh, I like <laughs> so, um. I actually really like the Rams. I'm I'm super happy for Matthew Stafford. Uh, I've liked him, you know, 
for a while just as a quarterback of fantasy, of course, but just seemed like he needed this is exactly what we wanted for him all this time. So um it's gonna be a real shame when it when it ends this weekend. Yes. Um <laughs> uh, right. I think the, the Eagles <laughs> could not throw the ball successfully. And like George was saying, the Bucks run defense has been solid, one of the best, if not the best, all season long. The trick has been can you throw enough to keep up and even outpace uh Brady and that offense on the other side. And if there's a team that's going to do it, I actually do think, I, I think the winner of this matchup goes to the Super Bowl for the NFC. Um, yeah, and I, I hear you, Nate, but because no, the Rams defense aren't any slouches either. Um, and, and guys like Aaron Donald, them, they can get up the middle and pressure Brady, and that's what it's going to have to take to stop him. So that's going to be the key thing to watch is is can can that defensive line get to Brady if if they can't if he's able to deal and he doesn't have all the weapons he would like to have most likely um obviously Godwin but others as well and so I think that's going to be the the, the real key and then it's going to come down to if um if the Bucks can shore up that secondary the the, the and slow down the Rams passing game. I th I actually think this is why the Rams were so intent on getting Akers involved last week when it didn't seem like they needed to. Um because I think he could be a big part of helping them win this game if he's able to run or at least give a credible threat of a run that the Bucks um can't just, you know, shift everybody into the secondary to stop the pass. Um, they just need a credible threat to run the ball. The Eagles didn't have that, and they had no credible passing threat. Obviously, the Rams have that, and so that's going to be the key difference here. Uh, I expect this to be a very close game, but I, I do think Brady can pull it out. Um, but it's going to be a close one. I think the winner goes to the Super Bowl. You think is Taylor Rapp going to be able to play? I know he had a concussion from that game before the divisional round. I, I don't know if he's playing or not. That's I think that'll be key. I'm sorry, Eric Weddle. Um, you're a little too old. So they need Taylor Rapp back if they're going to, I mean, to help with Mike Evans because he's one of the most consistent wide receivers that nobody talks about. So I love Mike Evans. Yeah. I mean, Ramsey is good. Don't get me wrong. He's, he's very good. He's, uh, he's fun to watch, but, uh, um, I don't know that he can handle him one-on-one -on -one for sure, but. Uh, Can't handle Devontae, so. So I don't have a whole lot of other good options. I know that but Brady's good at finding. Um, lesser options and making them into something too. So yeah, he's throwing uh, game-winning touchdowns in the last second to somebody named Grayson who I never heard before. Right, right. <laughs> and that awesome pass to Rashad Perriman. Right. They also yeah, have this and really, the next week is that <laughs> tall, lurchy-looking asshole named Tom or uh, uh, Gronkowski. The can break. Oh, sorry, wrong one. Wide open, dude. Did you see that Gronkowski <laughs> touchdown again? Yeah. Like, how is he like, like thirty yards away from? And they're on. They're only on the ten, and there's and the nearest defender's like thirty yards it's away. Like literally the well, last the person Eagles. on earth you you should leave open in the end zone. Right, right. <laughs> even I, just even if it's just a linebacker, just waste a linebacker to only hover him, and then if you can guard him with an actual defender too, then go for it. But put somebody on him. Justin, what, what happened there was the Eagles said, "Hey, let's not cover Gronkowski." Because Tampa Bay don't would, would never expect us not to not cover him, so they were trying to you know 
they were trying to play a little 4D chess there. It just didn't okay. work. Okay, yeah, they, they lost that chess match. Sirianni's trying to get him mess with his head. Yeah, he'd do something stupid like that. Yeah, they really at that they, point in the game. They they only guarded, they, <laughs> yeah, they really only guarded two of the receiving options on that play. The two outside guys, like there was a running back that was wide open as well. Like they they could have done anything they wanted to on that play. That was just a busted play. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely insane. But uh, oh yeah, yeah. So uh, hey, we're uh, we're pushing our time here. So uh, so we're going to be pushing to get out here pretty soon. But Joshua, what are you working on? Uh, to kick off this uh, this playoff and uh, an off season. Oh, you know me. I'm always trying to stay ahead of the curve, so I'm already on to next year. Uh, except for you guys, and we've got all the rankings. That we did a whole ranking show, and I think somebody's got some uh, some bathroom bets uh, written down somewhere. So oh, yeah. we keep an die. eye out. Coach said, uh, Coach said we're gonna have to get that set up, and so I made sure to have the spreadsheet ready. So keep an eye out for that. I don't know when we're going to schedule it, but that'll be fun. We'll go over uh, who who was the best at whatever positions. Um, a few particular players and ranks that we'll, well, I'm sure, dig at each other about and then go over some bets. So that'll be fun. Yeah, I saw the I saw what you sent. Um, uh, I'm uh, I am a little bit embarrassed by a few of them for sure. <laughs> that's a, that's it's going to be for sure. <laughs> As a whole, you'd actually did pretty well. Don't don't. Don't feel bad. I know you, you 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 don't give yourself enough credit, Justin. You actually did pretty well in a couple different positions. Well, thank you, thank you. I'm Thanks. sure I did very poorly. I expect that, so it'll be nice to see my friends do well because I didn't. I, it's fine. But <laughs> I think you did pretty well in in one particular uh, uh, position. Well, there's a uh, there's one thing that you did do a hell of a lot better than your your two main co-hosts here, and that is that your Packers are still in the playoffs and we are we are watching it with envy on on the weekends so y'all it's gonna be uh, fun so yeah hey make sure yep go go ahead ahead. go for it i say make sure to check out uh all our shows we're gonna have a ton of stuff coming up this off season um different shows not not necessarily different shows i guess but the guys are doing some different things um whether it's with the draft dynasty football um i may have a guest for some uh, nascar content uh, so if you're into that into a little DFS, uh, that'll just be a little addition to some more gambling stuff that we like to talk about. So, um, please check out these guys below me here, George, uh, at George Reed FF and Joshua at fusion FFB, um, this way, there we go. Um, both of them, a lot of good content, check them out on Twitter, give them a follow. Um, they are very nice. George will keep his clothes on and not record it for you. Um, if you ask nicely. So, uh, yeah, like I said, make sure to like, and subscribe on youtube and uh give us a five-star review if you would and uh other than that we will see you anything anybody has anything else before i say we're leaving nope nope good to go i appreciate it